to tell you about a girl named Carissa. Now her mom told her to go to the shop and get some food, but she forgot to give her any money to pay for it. Carissa did not have everything she needed for the job that she had been asked to do. Well, the Bible says that when God gives you something to do, He provides everything you need to do it. Now, our memory verse for today is found in 1 Thessalonians 5.24, and it says, Faithful is he that calleth you, who also will do it. 1 Thessalonians 5.24 1 Thessalonians is in the New Testament part of the Bible. And you can find this verse by first finding 1 Thessalonians. If you don't know the order of the books of the Bible yet, you can go to the table of contents, which is in the front of the Bible, and then it will give a page number, and you can turn over to the page that 1 Thessalonians is on. Then you can find the chapter, which is usually the big number, and the chapter for this verse is chapter 5, and then you can find the verse, which is verse 24. And it says, Faithful is he that calleth you, who also will do it. Faithful is he. Well, that's talking about God. The one who is faithful is God. And faithful means that you can count on him to never fail you. He will always stick by you. He will always be there. God is faithful. And then it says, faithful is he. Okay, so that's talking about God. That calleth you. Calleth you. You see, sometimes God will ask you or call you to do something. Who also will do it. That means that God will help you do whatever he asks you to do. God is faithful. If he calls you or asks you to do something, he will help you do it. He will always give you the ability and the strength that you need. So, God has told me several things to do in my life, and I know that if God has asked me to do it, he will help me to do it. Before you can do anything for God, you need to trust him to save you from your sin. The Bible says everybody has sin. Everybody's done wrong things. And everyone deserves to be punished for their sin. And Jesus, God the Son, he died on the cross. He took the punishment for you. And if you call on him to save you from your sin, God will forgive you. He will save you if you ask him to. But if you have already believed on Jesus and he has saved you from your sin, then you need to depend on God. When he tells you to do something, remember, God is faithful. He will help you to do what he asks you to do. 1 Thessalonians 5.24 Faithful is he that calleth you, who also will do it. 1 Thessalonians 5.24 Well, now Moses is in the palace. Imagine what it must have been like to grow up in the palace. Wow, it must have been incredible. Moses' family was thankful that 
The princess had saved him from death. It was probably a sad day that they had to leave him at the palace, but this was all part of God's plan, because Moses was going to have a big job later on in his life. Well, Moses, he must have had the best of everything. I'm sure growing up in the palace, he must have had fine clothes, very nice food. He must have had servants to take care of him and teachers, of course, that taught him languages and how to read and write and different things like that. But the Bible says that when Moses grew to be a man, he became mighty in words and in deeds. He was a prince. But Moses never forgot his real family. He knew he was an Israelite by birth, or a Hebrew by birth, and he was bothered by the Egyptians' cruel treatment of his people, because his people, the Hebrews, they were still slaves in Egypt. Well, one day, Moses, he saw an Egyptian beating one of these Hebrew slaves, and Moses actually did something that was just so shocking. He actually killed the Egyptian that was beating the Hebrew slave. Wow. And Moses hid the body of the Egyptian in the sand because in Egypt, they got a lot of sand. Moses committed murder. Why do you think he did that? What Moses did, it was wrong in God's sight. Moses may have thought his people would understand that God had chosen to deliver them, but they didn't. Later, Moses saw two Israelites or Hebrews. Israelites and Hebrews are, are meaning the same people. He saw two of them fighting with each other, and he tried to stop them. But one of them, they asked him, who made you our ruler and our judge? Will you kill me like you did the Egyptian? <gasps> oh no, Moses, he realized everyone knew what he had done. Everyone knew about the Egyptian he had killed. Even Pharaoh knew, and he ordered Moses to be put to death. Moses knew he had to escape, so he traveled across the desert and the mountains to the country of Midian. And Moses, oh, when he got to Midian, he rested by a well. And as he was at this well, he saw a group of girls being kept away from a well by some rough shepherds. And Moses, he helped those girls get water for their father's flocks of animals. And when the girls told their father, Jethro, that was their father, how Moses had helped, Jethro told them to go and, and take Moses and invite him to their home. Moses came to live with Jethro's family, and he later married Zipporah, which was one of Jethro's daughters. Moses and Zipporah had two sons. Moses continued to stay there in Midian, and he stayed there for the next 40 years. He worked as a shepherd, taking care of Jethro's flocks. Now, this was a really different life. Now he was a shepherd. I mean, the first part of his life, he had been living in the palace with the best of everything. And now he was a shepherd. Wow, that had changed. Well, one day, Moses must have thought about the people in Egypt, the Hebrews that were still being slaves. Maybe he wondered how God would allow them to suffer for so long. But God had not forgotten them. The Bible says God heard the cries of his people and he saw their suffering. And one day Moses was out on the mountain with Jethro's sheep. Remember who Jethro is? The father of the daughters that Moses helped. And Moses, he was out with the sheep. And then he noticed something really, really strange as he was in the mountain. 
he noticed that there was a bush. And this bush, it had, it, it had flames coming off of it. So it looked like it was on fire or it was burning. But it wasn't burning up. Moses, he must have moved closer to get a better look. And then he heard a voice and it said, Moses, Moses. Wow. Moses said, here I am. And the voice again spoke to him and said, take off your sandals. You are standing on holy ground. I am Jehovah, the God of your ancestors. God himself was speaking to Moses. Moses, he must have taken off his sandals. He must have been very afraid. He was standing before God. Now this same holy, all-powerful creator made you. He is perfect. He is separate from anything sinful. He knows all about you, even your sin. The Bible says, for all have sinned. You see, God hates the sinful things you do. He hates it when you complain or when you hit someone or when you do other bad things. He says that you deserve punishment for your sin. And that is separation from him forever in a terrible place called hell. But God is holy and he loves you. He loves you, but he doesn't love your sin. He sent his son, the Lord Jesus Christ, to take the punishment you deserve for your sin. And Jesus lived a perfect life. He never did anything wrong. But yet, he bled and he died for you. He allowed wicked men to nail him to the cross. And on that cross, he bled. He died. He was punished in your place so you could be forgiven. The Bible says the blood of Jesus Christ, God's son, cleanseth us from all sin. 1 John 1, 7. Yes, Jesus gave his blood so that you could have your sin forgiven. After Jesus died, he was buried. And three days later, he came alive again. And today, Jesus is alive in heaven. He is waiting for you to call on him to forgive your sin. What a wonderful, holy, all-powerful creator you and I have. And Moses Oh, he must have been so um, worried and nervous and uh, amazed that God was speaking to him. So Moses took off his sandals and he was standing there before God. And God told Moses he had seen and heard his suffering people. God told Moses, I will send you to Pharaoh that you may bring my people out of Egypt. God had chosen Moses to be the deliverer of his people, to take them out of Egypt. Wow, this was a huge job. But Moses, he said, I am not a great man. Why am I the one to lead the Hebrews out of Egypt? Moses, he didn't think he could do what God was asking him to do. And maybe God has told you things to do and you felt that you wouldn't be able to do them. Maybe you thought you wouldn't have the right words to say or that you didn't know how to do it good enough. Maybe God has given you a talent or a skill like to sing or to play an instrument like the keyboard or the drum or something, but you're afraid to use that talent in front of others. Maybe you don't think you're strong enough to set a good example by saying no to sin in front of your friends. Doing things for God, it does take courage it does take strength on the inside, but instead of obeying, maybe you refused or maybe you made excuses not to obey. 
God doesn't expect you to do things for him by yourself. If you've called on Jesus to save you, then God will help you to do what he asks you to do. God knows you very well. He knows what you can do because he's the one who gave you the talents and the abilities that you have. He also knows you can't do it on your own. The Bible says not that we are sufficient of ourselves. Our sufficiency is of God. And that means we don't have strength on our own to do it. Our strength comes from God. God is all-powerful. He gives you the strength to do what he asks you to do. And Moses, he, he, he was learning that. He didn't think he could do this big job that God was asking him to do. But God said to Moses, I will be with you. Moses, he asked, when I go to the Hebrews, who shall I say sent me? And God said, I am who I am. Tell the people of Israel that I am Jehovah has sent you. I am the God of their ancestors, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God who has always existed. Now the name Jehovah is translated meaning I am. And that means that God, he is the present one. He who is, he has always been. But Moses, he was still afraid to obey. He asked, what if they won't believe that you are sending me? So God asked Moses, what is in your hand? And Moses said, uh, my shepherd's rod. Well, God told Moses to throw it down. And Moses threw it down. And do you know what happened? His shepherd's rod became a snake, a serpent. Then God said, pick it up by its tail. And he did. And it became a rod again. Wow, that is something incredible. And then God said, put your hand inside your coat. And Moses obeyed. And when he pulled out his hand, it had leprosy. Now, I've told you before what leprosy is. It's that skin disease. And if people get near you with that skin disease, it's very, very contagious. You had to stay away from people because you could catch that disease super, super easy. And so leprosy was not a good thing to have. And I'm sure as Moses looked at his hand and now it had leprosy, he must have been very amazed and also very worried. And then God told him, put your hand back inside your coat. And Moses did. And he pulled it back out. And this time the leprosy was completely gone. And then God also said, if they do not believe when you do these miracles, take water out of the Nile River and pour it on dry land and the water will become blood. Wow, can you imagine these things? Imagine like you're there, sitting right there, seeing this conversation between Moses and God. And imagine that you are seeing these things. Because they are true. I'm not making this up. It's right from the Bible, God's true word. These were amazing miracles, but Moses, he still wasn't ready to trust God. Moses said, I, I, I can't speak well. I don't think I should be the one to speak to Pharaoh. God reminded Moses that he is the creator. He is the one who makes you able to speak. God said, now go. I will help you know what to say. Moses would not have to go alone. God would help him to do what he asked him to do. And if you've called on Jesus as your savior, God will help you do what he asks you to do. There are many things God might ask you to do for him. God might ask you to tell others about him. God might ask you to use your talents or your skills to serve him. Or maybe God wants you to be an example for others 
by when you say no to sin. But God will never ask you to do something without providing all you need to do it. God is with you to help you in whatever he wants you to do. He wants you to trust him to help you. And our memory verse for today is 1 Thessalonians 5.24. Faithful is he that calleth you, who also will do it. 1 Thessalonians 5.24. God has all the power you need for any job that he gives you. He gives you words to say. He gives you the courage when you're afraid. He is your strength when you feel weak. And when there's something you know God wants you to do, don't get scared or make excuses. Remember, God is faithful and he's powerful to help you. Trust him to give you what you need. Be obedient to him. Remember, he's with you. He's going to help you do what he tells you to do. And God would be with Moses. God was going to help Moses to do this. This was a big job to deliver the Hebrews. But Moses, he was still afraid. He said, please, Lord, send someone else. God became angry with Moses. And God told Moses, your brother Aaron speaks well. I will allow him to speak and you do the miracles with your rod. God helped Moses and Aaron do what he asked them to do. Remember, Aaron was Moses' brother. Well, Moses left the mountain, and he went back to Jethro's house. He asked Jethro to let him go back to Egypt, and of course Jethro agreed. Well, as Moses prepared to leave, he must have wondered what would happen to him. What would Pharaoh say? How would he be able to lead two million people out of slavery? The Hebrews, two million people, that's a huge number of people. It would be a very big job. Moses must have been so glad that God was going with him to help him to do this. And has, has God ever asked you to do a big job? You should be glad that God is with you. He is with you. He is going to help you. If you've called on Jesus to save you from sin, remember God is with you to help you do what he tells you to do. God can give you the courage or the strength that you need to do what he wants you to do. You should be obedient to God because he will help you get the job done. Whatever it is that he wants you to do, he will help you to do it. Just like our memory verse says, 1 Thessalonians 5.24 Faithful is he that calleth you who also will do it. God is faithful. You can count on God. You can depend on him. He calls you to do things and he will help you to do it. But before you can do anything for God, you have to first have your sin forgiven. Are you willing to admit to God that you have sin? Do you believe that Jesus is God the Son, who died and rose again so you could be forgiven? The Bible says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. God is faithful to keep his promises. And if you will call on him, to save you, then he will save you. If you call on him, that means if you trust him as the one who died for you, if you call on him, then he will forgive you. He will save you from the punishment of your sin. He'll change you on the inside so you can please and serve him. Will you turn from your sin? Will you call on Jesus today? If you want to do that, you can tell him something like this and truly mean it. Dear Jesus, I have sinned and I am sorry. I believe you died and rose again. 
I am calling on you to save me from my sin. Please change me on the inside to live your way. In Jesus' name, amen. If you call on Jesus to save you, he will forgive your sin and he will change you on the inside. And that is the most wonderful decision you could ever make. If you would like to read about Moses and when God called him to deliver the Hebrews from slavery, then you can read about it in Exodus chapters 2 verse 11 all the way to Exodus chapter 4 verse 18. So it's most of Exodus chapter 2, all of chapter 3, and some of chapter 4. Well, that's all for this time. I'll see you next time. Bye.